Good morning and welcome to another Facebook Live candidate question time with me. My name's Sarah and in a minute we'll be talking with Jason Perry, uh, who is the Managing Director at ASL Recruitment. Jason is an HR specialist and also a Chartered Fellow of the Chartered Institute of Personnel and Development. So he knows lots of interesting things about employment law and workers' rights, uh, which is great because there's a lot of that on the agenda at the moment. So with no further ado, I'm going to bring Jason into the conversation. Good morning, Jason. Are you there? Good morning, Sarah. How are you? Very well, thank you. How are you? I'm, I'm very good. Are you surrounded by dogs this morning? I'm sorry, yes. The, the, the doorbell went, I have spaniels. I don't know if you've ever seen that meme, you know, <laughs> how can you be so calm as people at the door? But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, spaniel life. Um, I'm sure Paula would um, sympathise. So anyway, Jason, lots and lots of stuff going on at there the is. moment. There have been a couple of really interesting polls that have been um, been conducted. So I want to start with the YouGov poll uh, was conducted recently of 1,039 UK workers. There's some pretty interesting stats coming out about that, about how people feel about returning to work um, mm. and what they think they sh that should look like. There are. There's, there's two pieces of research that I, I've been reading around, and I'm trying to think which one you're talking about, because there's a Glassdoor survey and there's the uh, Indeed one. Um, okay, so it's the, it's the Indeed one uh, where they're talking about 44% of people want work to return largely ah, to animals, yes. and 31% want wanted absolutely the same. Yes. I think it's interesting. It's fascinating, particularly given we've seen a lot over the past few months about people wanting flexible working and hybrid working, and more people wanting to stay working from home. Um, I think what we're beginning to see um, is a clamour for normality. And people are looking to get back to what they know um, and people are looking to feel safe again. Um, so I don't think there's any great surprise there. But as we're approaching the end game is, I think, how I'd like to put it. You know, we've, we've got the vaccine rollout was a certainly till a week or so ago running at incredible pace, slowing down a little bit now. But we're heading towards a point where most people should be able to think about having a relatively normal life and they're starting to think what that might look like and they're thinking about their own levels of stress and well-being and going do you know what I'd like what I know because I've had enough change already over the past year I don't want more and I think that's probably the underlying tone in that data yeah, I think there's a really big uh, kind of push on at the, at the moment. I've certainly noticed it with other small business owners that I've been talking to. Everybody just wants life to go back to normal. And part of normal is going back to an office. People want to be around people again, don't they? Yeah, safe, I think, is what people want. People yes. want to feel safe again. We've had an incredibly stressful year for almost everybody. It doesn't matter whether or not you're talking about businesses, employees, school kids I mean literally everybody had their world turned upside down and the end is in sight um, we don't know quite what the end will look like but we can see it's only a few months away um, and most people are wanting some degree of stability and we've got that this odd thing as you say 31% just want absolutely the same they want it to be as it was before 41% are kind of saying, well, actually, we'd like it to be um, mostly like it was before. But we've also got a large portion of the population who are saying, 
do you know what? I've rather enjoyed working from home and I've been able to do my job quite well. We've still delivered good results and good levels of productivity. So why can't I continue? And I think we've got an interesting period, therefore I'm going to say of change, um, <laughs> whilst employers find that phrase we've got used to, the new normal. Yeah, and balance. Yeah, there are a lot of employers who are saying we're going to have hybrid working. Um, I think, if I call, recall correctly, it was BP who announced about a week ago um, that their new normal, their hybrid working policy, is going to mean people only spend 60% of time in their office. And I think that's probably the balance we're going to find. And it's about getting it right, Sarah, because there are people who, let's say, are relatively young in shared homes, living with mum and dad, perhaps even in a small property, who don't have the space to do their office job from home. And equally, people who, as you say, urge, crave that social contact and want to be in a work environment. So there's going to be some stabilisation while we find that. And I think that's the big thing from that data. Absolutely. Okay, so I want to talk about the poll by Glassdoor now. Mm. So this was a, a survey conducted over 2,000 workers. Um, and interestingly, and this is mostly sort of about how people feel about the return to work in terms of their safety. So one in seven yes. would we'll resign. Yes. If they this, were asked to return. Do you know, this comes back to the same point, I think. People want to feel safe. And actually, there's a very, very real mix of uh, problems coming together at the moment where the virus is in decline. There's less cases of it out there. Um, yet people are still scared because we have had a very, very rough few months where people have felt genuinely in fear. And they're going, do you know what? It's kind of safe again now. But if I have to come back, I don't want to have to work next to that guy who's not had the vaccine. Um, and everybody should still wear a mask so that I'm safe. And I think there's kind of us doing some reassurance and we need to calm people again. Because right now, certainly in the part of the world where I live, um, the virus levels in, in the wild, as it were, are back down to where they were mid-September. It's really quite low. And we were mm. feeling quite safe in September. Um, by the time we get back to another few weeks before we start releasing um, some levels of um, restriction, I think we're going to find it's kind of like August, where most of us were quite happy going and having a, a drink in the pub garden or you know, having a relatively normal life. We need to find our confidence again. And I think that's probably the point. And employers have a duty um, and business need to help their staff feel safe. I think it's quite, um, I wonder if there's, I wonder if, okay, so the, the stats say 68% of those surveyed wanted social distancing and mask wearing to continue after vaccination. I wonder whether it's a genuine fear of the disease or whether it's a fear of being put back into lockdown again, because I think there's a general kind of yeah. terror at the idea that that might happen because everybody is now getting to the, the, the end of their tether, so to speak. Yes. So, yeah. They'll do I think, anything to prevent that happening. I think we've almost got two mixes, haven't we? We've got those people who have felt the financial pinch of COVID, who are genuinely struggling because their wages have gone down on furlough, they perhaps haven't made bonus anymore, you know, their companies aren't profitable, their job's at risk, and there's a degree of fear. 
We equally have many people um, who, at the opposite end, have continued to earn, have continued to operate, but can't go anywhere, are stuck indoors and are purely frustrated and want to go out and book a holiday and buy a new kitchen and you know whatever it is they're trying to do and are feeling frustrated. And we've got almost a split section of society in that way. Um, and it is people wanting some degree of stability and safety again. Mm. Please don't put us back at that risk. Please don't risk my health. Please don't risk lockdown and that mental health crisis and frustration. Yeah, and there is just so much of that about at the moment, even people who weren't affected the first or even the second time. Yeah. Um, Okay, so um, just to finish up this stats, because this is going to lead into the next question or the next observation. Uh, So 12% of people have actually said on the Glassdoor poll that they won't get the vaccine. And 39% thought uh, employers should have incentives to staff to get the vaccine. Yes. 56% think vaccination should be mandatory. Yes. Now, you've had, a, you've had an interesting question just this week about a company that was asking staff whether or not they'd had the vaccination. Mm. Now, this strikes me as, well... You're going to say GDPR, aren't you? I, yeah, and yes, that whole kind of right to privacy. Yeah. Um, so... What are your thoughts on this? Okay. Um, again, it's a really interesting one. Um, currently, the mandatory, sorry, the vaccine is not a legal requirement. It isn't mandatory. And the way in which we do things in this country is that's really likely to remain the case. Uh, we do not, we, we're a free society and we want people to be able to choose whether they accept medicine or a vaccine. If you have that, you can't then have employers saying, no jab, no job. If you you won't take this, you can't be employed. So we have an issue about freedom. That naturally follows to a freedom of privacy. Because if I choose not to have the vaccine, you shouldn't be able to know and therefore make a judgment about me. So we have a difficult scenario, but as you've just very nicely summed up, was it 56% of the population want the vaccine to be mandatory? And they want it because they want to feel safe. Come back to that point again. Um, So some employers are thinking, well, let's gather this data and we can then know what we're dealing with and we can help support our employees. And the difficulty is, if you're asked that question, you may think, well, that's private. I don't have to tell them. And in a sense, you're right. But what you probably have to ask yourself is, why am my employer asking? What are they doing? And I suspect they're trying to help and they're trying to keep you safe. They may not be going about it the best way, but they're (laughs) trying to keep you safe. Perhaps if they talked to you rather than asked for data, it would work a little bit better. It's um, it's quite an interesting correlation, though, isn't it? When you look at back in the 80s when um, AIDS came mm. onto the scene, if you like, yep. um, and there was a, you should have, if you have it, you should tell people up because if they have to work with you, you're putting them in danger. And there became a very, it became very stigmatized. Yes. Um, and I think that to a certain extent, we're, we're heading down, you know, there's a potential to head down the same route mm. with, with whether or not you've had the vaccination whether it's a personal choice or whether actually there is some kind of medical reason or religious reason why you you can't have it. I think, you know, there is a danger when you collect that kind of data that that kind of stigma can then be imposed, if you see Mm. what I mean, on those who don't have it. So interesting to see where that one's going to go. Indeed. 
Um, uh, and it, it is about whether we follow public opinion or whether or not we kind of do what's right, which sometimes you need to lead with the what's morally right and not necessarily just follow what people want. Because mm. they might not want it when the world is a little calmer. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so we're just going to touch very briefly. There was some talk after Brexit that uh, we were going to throw out all of our employment laws and start again. Yes. <laughs> looks like that's very much not going to be the case. Yes, um, I, I think that was somewhat overplayed at the time anyway. And there were people who were uh, particularly anti the direction of government um, who were criticising that. Um, it looks quite safe. Um, the department relevant um, here, I think it's the Department of Business, Innovation and Skills, if I remember correctly, um, were conducting a review. They stopped that review. And the reason for this is, Sarah, um, the uh, trade deal that we did with Europe a few months ago, one of the conditions on it is that we will not, and Europe will not, significantly change the rights um, of workers from the the other party. So it's part of what was often talked about as the level playing field in the European negotiations. Um, we will not make changes that will give us a substantial competitive advantage over Europe. And that means that we're unlikely to start ripping up all of the employment protection rights. So all those people who are worried that Brexit would cause employment standards to change radically and employees to be um, downtrodden, abused workers with no rights um, look to be misguided because it now isn't going to happen. Okay, so reassuring stuff there. Very reassuring for anyone. I mean, I don't think it was ever going to happen anyway, in my own view, but it's not happened because of the government agreement we've reached with Europe, and that's now a fairly safe place for quite a period of time. Yeah, great. Okay. So I think we need to wrap it up there. We're just uh, right on the edge there. So uh, thank you very much for joining us, Jason. And thank you to all of you at home who are watching. Um, if you have any questions for Jason and the team, you can email them in to hastings at aslgroup.co.uk or give them a call on 01424 452 999. We'll see you again in two weeks' time. Thank you very much. Thanks, Sarah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.